Hey, I'm Callie Pierce, a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur, coach, RTT hypnotherapist, and healer from way back before it was cool. It's my mission here to help share what I've learned on my own journey to inspire, entertain you, and help you to focus to create authentically, monetize your work strategically, and find your flow because this world needs more of what you have to offer. Are you ready? Good. Let's go to the show. Welcome back to another episode. Today is going to be a behind the scenes episode, which is kind of crazy. So buckle up and let's get ready for this next amazing part of the ride. So I'm going to be slowly and soon, not so slowly, updating and shifting the quote unquote brand of this podcast. And I want you to be the first to know why. I started Liberate Your Soul back in May of 2020, two years after I wanted to start it, but I had put it off because of my then business coach's advice, and my intentions back then was to create something that was soothing, created with Reiki ideals, and would help other people feel connected and loved. Over the last two years, I've modified and updated over the seasons, depending on where my mindset was. And today I'm going to share with you where I'm at after going into my fifth year of business as a spiritual mindset life coach for people who need support in achieving their goals. Lately, it's been occurring to me that the model I've been using just doesn't feel right. It feels like an old piece of clothing that I've outgrown. Something just isn't sitting well, and it's not just in size, but maybe the style and the fashion And who I am as the person wearing that piece of clothing has absolutely changed since the inception of this podcast. So in the theme of our last episode about congruency, I know that I have to shift and move with the way that spirit has been whispering to me. At first it was quiet, and now it's not quite a shout, but liberate your soul has got to move and flow with the season. So what does that mean? Well, the old episodes are still going to be here for you, albeit with the outdated introduction and a lot of offers that no longer apply. But we're going to be rebranding, shifting the name and the focus of the show to gear toward more of what my soul wants, and that is to embrace more of the roots of who I am at the core, more of what I want to help people with, and be geared more toward providing solutions to the challenges that I think we all face in our life at some point. Now, y'all know I'm extremely honest and open on the show, and that's not going to change at all, but I do want to give you a little heads up into the direction that we're going and why. A long time ago, when I was selling Mary Kay, my beautiful and charming sales director used to say, Women only want two things, it all, and she would do this cute little move to go with it. And that stuck with me. It resonated, and it still holds true. Yes, I do want it all, and I'm pretty sure there are millions of us out there that do. We want nice things, the clean house, the body that feels healthy, the partner who makes us feel sexy, wanted, and loved. We want a family that has healthy boundaries, a personal growth goal that challenges us without making us feel defeated. We all want to show up as the best version of ourselves possible. 
We want it all. And as we move forward with the podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you how to overcome the demons of self-sabotage in greater detail, how to get all of these things and feel more in love with your life than you ever thought possible. I'm going to focus not just on creativity and business or holistic healing or mindset work or working with the law of attraction. I am going to share with you the ways that I have fully embraced having it all and creating for myself the full figured life. From the time I was a little kid, I would read the Dear Abby and the Steamy Red Book Q&A articles whenever there was a newspaper or magazine around for me to flip to those pages. Being into personal development at five meant I had to get pretty creative. Yep, you heard me, five years old. I remember sitting in the doctor's office, waiting room for a family member, and reading the index and the articles for the magazine, trying to go as fast as my little chubby fingers could turn the pages for the ones that sparked my mind and would help me gain wisdom in this life. It was so fun, and it's only natural that now, this is where you find me, giving out that advice that I learned and applied to my life. Fast forward to high school and my bestie and I would go to the nonfiction area and marvel at all the knowledge contained in the bookstore that wasn't in our dinky school library. I would fantasize about one day being able to afford a book that costs $25 just out of my own curiosity for the subject matter. Like how great would it be to have those beautiful hardbound reference books and be able to turn to it whenever I wanted instead of trying to cram in a decade of information in the hour that we got in the bookstore. It's gotten a little bit out of hand as I regularly share on my social media pages. My unread books give me the stink eye when I'm shopping for new ones already. (laughs) So maybe I've made it a little too much of a habit. Just maybe. We're not going to judge. It's no wonder that as an adult, I continue to take classes, go back to school to learn more about the mind, emotions, processing things for the best outcome, how to be a better human. I have a dual certificate in life and business coaching. I've learned several woo-woo practices and gotten certified in hypnotherapy, then showing others how to process trapped emotions and trauma as an inner voice facilitator. I've helped hundreds of trauma survivors overcome imposter syndrome, battle feelings of anxiety, low self-esteem, low self-worth, to overcome obstacles and show up in their lives as the most authentic version that they can be. For those of you who are into human design, I'm a 4-6 generator with the will center defined and almost all the other ones open, so I have all these ideas and an intuition that has gotten me called psychic before. I love all the things human design, everything about self-discovery, you know, I'm totally into the Enneagram, but I refuse to be pigeonholed because, you know, those two words, it all. And I know that in order to have it all in this life, I have to be flexible, fluid, open, willing to receive and willing to give. Applying all the tools that I know on a daily basis helps me to keep both feet on the ground while my head can still bounce and have fun in the clouds. So what does this mean for you, dear listener? In this next season of the podcast, I'm not going to go full woo on you like the early days, and I'm not going to get totally cerebral either. 
I'm going to be more season two-ish and somewhere in the middle of my real experiences and feelings and how I manage my day-to-day in the hopes that it helps you. I'm going to share with you how I've gotten to this point of self-acceptance and how I move through the parts that don't feel so good in order to help you on your journey. Balance is the key to a full-figured life, I've discovered, and that is what I'm hoping to strike with this new season, this new brand of the show, and what else I'm creating for you all. The struggles of burnout are real. We can often neglect some parts of our lives when others feel like they need all the attention or we're feeling passionate about them, but returning to center, coming back to oneself is such a gift and a way to step into the present of the now and be accepting and loving of all that is. Knowing when you are stuck in a rut and seeing it for where it's going to take you in six months, in a year, in five years from now, in business, you can see whether what you're doing is sustainable for the long term, leading to growth or success as you perceive it, and remaining flexible with what the market demands. If you've felt like you're in a rut lately, you're not alone. I too have felt like I've been in a rut, and that is the reason for this change. I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on successfully implementing a change, and the very first Step, I think, is a mindset one, and it's important for you to like the reason for the change. A routine or a ritual is okay if it's something that you really enjoy. It isn't hurting or holding you or anyone else back, and it gives you a benefit like stress relief or connection, self-care or keeping up with the day-to-day requirements. Sometimes it's soothing to clean the kitchen every evening before you wind down. Going for a walk early in the morning or in the afternoons or evenings. Things that truly enrich your life don't have to change just for the sake of change. Of course, if you feel like mixing it up, don't be afraid to expand or shift some things like maybe playing tennis instead of running on the elliptical or painting instead of writing, contributing to your neighborhood and organizing an event rather than just participating. So liking your reasons for change. Just changing for other people or because it seems like the things in an emotional low or high aren't going to give you a lasting impact that you want in your life. You can ask yourself, why are you changing things? To feel a certain emotion? Are you doing it for someone else's approval? Or is it going to help you truly expand your awareness and grow into the person who takes action, who creates what they want, who identifies as successful determined, willing to do what it takes to get the goal. When I was anticipating or feeling like I should change some things about the podcast, I didn't want to make a change because I was moving away from something. I really wanted to wait until the idea of what to move toward was whispering to me. So I held fast on what I was doing, even beyond a little bit more than I should have, knowing that the change was coming, but I needed to know my reasons. And my reasons for change is you. The people out there in this world are going through all the things that I go through and have gone through on different levels, and almost everybody can feel the stuckness, if you will, of where we've been in one area or another of life. So making a change, growing, expanding, shifting, and changing my messaging, my energy, 
my stamina even for what I can give versus just trying to hold on to something because I loved it and it was so nice for a couple of years. It was important for me just to let go of what I thought and embrace what was coming. When you're embarking upon a change, it's important to see clearly what the different daily actions can be and what you can do to lean into the person who isn't stuck in a rut. Identifying your thoughts, your beliefs, the things that you want and don't want, all of those things are important as you embark upon making a change. When you identify that it is a small thing versus a total overhaul of your life, So I shared with you, I'm a generator in human design. Well, I also have an emotional authority, but just because you're in a low spot or a high spot, you might feel like, yes, I can do anything. I'm going to change it all up. And then a week later, you're like in a heap on the floor, exhausted because you feel like a failure because it was too much. Just because you don't like the way your clothes fit or all of a sudden find yourself drifting away from connection with a close relationship doesn't mean you're doomed. It just means you have an opportunity to do things differently. It's important to change your environment when you're embarking on a change. Ruts come from wearing the same path over and over again, whether figuratively in your mind or literally running the same pattern over and over again, get out of the rut. Drive a different way home. Pack a gym bag for after work instead of going before. Start a new notebook to document your progress and give yourself the 10 minutes a day it takes to write it out. Speaking of writing, maybe you want to become better at journaling. That can bring awareness to the reality of life, the highs and the lows, what worked and what didn't. And if you do it at the same time every day, you can see patterns in yourself, in your life, your moods how you go about your day-to-day. It can bring the mindfulness that you want in your relationships, give you advice from a wiser perspective. If you choose to tap into a meditation before you write, you can hear from your higher self or a higher power. It's important to choose something that feels really, really good to you. Like I said, I didn't just decide to change this podcast because I didn't like where it was going. I could have gone on forever and it would have been just fine but I wanted it to be something great. I wanted it to be something expansive. I wanted it to be something for more than just my ideal listener who I started out two years ago. So another cool step is to combine the actions. For Lent this last year, even though I'm not a practicing Catholic, I combined three desired shifts for a really great outcome. I wanted to stop having frustration on the road. I wouldn't call it road rage, but I used to get quite upset when people would try to crash into me. (laughs) But I also wanted to have a dry month or two and not drink any alcohol and get closer to Heavenly Father. By turning to God when traffic was dicey or I got scared and allowing myself a really clear head without alcohol, I was able to feel really proud of myself and lean into the discipline of positive changes combined for a great outcome. Using the example of improving relationships with maybe toning up, maybe you can start going for walks or playing a game or outdoor activity that you all enjoy together. Maybe you want to learn a new skill and you choose to have a friend sign up with you to increase your social habits and have more 
fun. When you're going through this and you're like, okay, what is it about my life? What emotions do I want to feel? How do I want to shift things to get out of this rut? It's a really good idea, again, to write things down, write where you are, write down where you want to be, and then give yourself some baby steps to get there. Give yourself grace as you move along the path of change. It takes determination and time, and sometimes we feel like we're backsliding. Sometimes we feel like we're not doing enough or it's not happening as quickly as we want. Like if you're wanting to lose 20 pounds, remember you didn't gain that 20 pounds in one month. It took several months, so it's going to take several months to get it off too. You didn't disconnect from self or others by just a series of a week of actions. It took time for you guys to go in different directions. So it'll take a little time to come back together and merge into the loving, communicative relationship that you're choosing to have. Remember, celebrate the progress and keep in mind that you're human, not a perfect robot. If you want that overall life haul thing, it's going to be a challenge to do by yourself. It's going to be extremely difficult to really move through all of the changes in your mindset, the changes in your body, the changes in your health the changes in your financial position if you're going after all of it at once by yourself. The one who chases two rabbits catches none. So it's important to take these things incrementally and one step at a time. Again, you can combine those actions like I did, but choose things that go together and are easy for you to maintain and keep up with. You can gradually increase, turn up the volume, turn up the heat, however you want it to sound, whatever analogy you choose, but giving yourself time, taking it slow and celebrating each little milestone is important. It's also important not to do the journey alone and someone like myself, a coach, a hypnotherapist and a healer helps people through that journey. Now I'm no longer taking one-on-one clients as of December, 2022, So if you haven't booked your session with me yet, don't worry. There's going to be new things coming up. It's all a part of the process. It's all a part of the big plan of the full figured life. And I'm super excited to share it with you when the time is right. For now, I'm going to keep taking my baby steps, keep doing the things that I know are going to be the most impactful, not just for myself, but for you too celebrating you and all the changes that you're eager to step into as we wind down this year and look to the next. And if you need a little encouragement, you can send me an email at info at quantumhighways.com for the next little while and we can be in touch. Until next time, cheers to change.